I'm Will Hanson and welcome to the Experts in the Room podcast brought to you by Extreme Push. In this series, we chat to some of the leading minds working in the customer experience, retention and data space in some of the most competitive and fastest growing industries in the world. In this episode, diving into brand marketing, I spoke with Peter Ride, Head of Marketing for the National Oceanography Centre, NOC. Peter is a branding expert and has taken one of the UK's premier scientific communities on a significant rebranding exercise. We chat about the challenges and opportunities facing the NOC brand, how they are activating their community and their data, and of course, we touch on their great campaign from a few years ago, Bodie McBothface. I hope you enjoy this one. Welcome to Experts in the Room podcast. We have a true expert today and from a field that many would not expect for our podcast. Um, I'm joined by Peter Ride, uh, Head of Marketing at the National Oceanography Centre, so NOC uh, in the UK. Peter, really welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have a chat to you um, about all the marketing that you guys are doing. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah, excellent. And I guess um, for a lot of our listeners, um, obviously being Extreme Push and some of the brands that we talk to, we talk to a lot of D2C brands that are working across a variety of spaces. Um, People will know NOC, maybe without even knowing that they know NOC, I suspect, but maybe give us a brief um, introduction into into what you guys are doing as an organisation and maybe your role um, within the organization as head of marketing. Yeah, sure. So um, NOC is a, uh, so we're in ocean science, oceanography, basically. Um, we're based in, so we have two offices, one in Southampton, one in Liverpool. Uh, we have about roughly around about 500 science, scientists. So oceanographers, they're modelers um, from coast to, to deep ocean. Uh, we have two world-class research ships uh, out conducting science throughout the world and, um, you know, essentially we're a, a global kind of collaborator of science. Um, so my role is uh, head of marketing. I've been here for about two years. I've come from a very a kind of commercial background, um, so working in the energy industry, um, so really focused on uh, decarbonizing the grid. Um, but what we have here at NOC is a, you know, really unique institution um, and I'm fortunate to work with a... Uh, a really professional team of marketeers. So we have a, a graphic designer, a um, videographer. Uh, we've got a digital um, officer who's really focused on social media. And, and we all together, we're all kind of you know pushing the boundaries of of um, marketing for this um, for this science institution. Really, so, so we're having, having great fun as well. Also doing it. Yeah, and, and we. We, claim, we, we love the claim that we bring lots of experts in, but you're obviously working with 500 scientists, yeah, so I yeah, think that's yeah. um, true expertise uh, within it. Um, talk to us a little bit about the commercial aspect of Knox. So you, you guys are a charity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you go about making sure that you're funding um, 500 scientists, two vessels? Like I'm sure it's big business in many ways. Yeah, it is. So yeah, we, we are a charity. With, with th- it's our third year as a charity. We were previously a, um, a government institution, um, yep. uh, you know, funding the, the, the normal ways. Um, but obviously we'd have to, to, to bid for funding. Um, each research project yep. has its own, um, I guess, team, commercial team that's designed to, to um, secure that funding. Um, so essentially, you know, traditionally funded through through all sorts of um, channels, through UK government, uh, international uh, collaboration, uh, UN. Um, so you know, a real mixed bag. But what we're trying to do is, is push into into other markets and and uh, tap into other revenue streams. So I mentioned um, becoming a charity. So obviously, um, fundraising and, and donations seeking that route. But also, there's a, an innovation arm to our organization. So we call it Knock Innovations. 
and that is working more from a commercial point of view. Um, so we're looking at sensors, we're looking at autonomy, um, training, consultancy, uh, but essentially that revenue feeds back into the charity so it can fund us to do more and more science. Yeah, excellent. It's, it's, it's a very different business business model to the types of models that, that, that we've talked to on the show mm. before. And I think that's, that's super interesting. Um, your role within the marketing space then I'm sure is to, to get the message out about the good work that you guys are doing yeah. and, and the programs that you're running. Um, you guys have been through a big rebranding process in the last few years. Mm. Um, can you talk to me about how that's like fundamental to helping you grow that obviously the brand recognition but but to get that good news out about what you're doing yeah absolutely and i, th I think probably you know when i first came to knock it was a you know it had the look and feel of a traditional government institution um you know we, we suffered from i guess brand erosion so every department had its own brand and and um there was you know classic brand erosion there um but because we are on this path of of, of independence, um, this rebrand was a real um, strategic move, uh, which was designed to evolve Knox brand and to, to really kind of tell a more compelling and differentiating story. Um, you know, one that has much more clarity and purpose and and, and, and a more of kind of distinctive look. Um, so obviously, our objective was to enthuse and engage and enroll our prospective audience and and we felt that that's what we need to do um you know i can talk to you a little bit more about the purpose uh, the, the kind of the route that we took yeah and it was more around um i guess putting putting our purpose defining our purpose and putting that at the center of our brand um i think you know a few people have maybe quoted that without um buying or culture uh, the brand is, is hollow from the inside um, and that's pretty much what we wanted to do. So define our brand, and then from there, that will signpost how we, and dictate how we, we talk and how we behave and how we look. And all of those three elements are, are very core and central to how we have um, rolled out the brand and, and built that strategy into, uh, brand strategy into, into knock really. And how does that, um, that overall kind of purpose drive the way that you talk um, to your to your constituents is probably or customers is mm. probably not the best word for it, but to to the people that want to hear about knock, like maybe I'm sure that you want some of them to be customers. Um, but how do you use that purpose to kind of define the audiences that you want to talk to? Like how are you data dri driven on that? Um, how are you kind of looking at at, at segmenting that? Yeah, so so we have a good idea of our audiences, and obviously talking to them. Um, is talking to them differently in a language that they understand is, is going to be key in how we yeah. how we how we engage. Um, so we had, you know, we, we were very conscious that we needed to do that, and that is how the brand talks, how we write our press releases, um, you know, how you look at the website, and, and the next the website is our next big challenge. Really, is is, is kind of pivoting that to, yeah. to be able to talk to the audiences that we that we want to speak to. Um, so public engagement is one is a, is a key audience that we need to speak to. Um, I think it's well documented that you know the the the, the, the attention span is our, all of our attention spans are um, you know reducing somewhat. So we have to be able to provide them with um, eye catching and and 
uh, engaging content within the first few seconds. And that's that's the, you know that that's the real challenge for us is is to, is to try and dilute this very technical, very complex yeah. science uh, and and distill it down to a you know a core message. Um, and one of the ways we've done that is we understand that there were probably three groups of people besides you know being categorizing them into their segments of of public and government and yeah. industry um these these three groups will want to either engage with us um learn a little bit more or have a real in desire to, to go deep um so we've categorized them into paddlers swimmers and divers paddlers are the guys who yeah. you know they just want to kind of dip their toe in and, and have a um a, a brief understanding of what we're doing then hopefully we can start to kind of bring through a, a much um, uh, a good quantity of those that want to learn a little bit more. But then the divers, they're the you know the rural academics, and I think by putting yeah. them into the into those kind of categories, we can also develop content as well. So if we want to um, uh, really appeal to uh, the, the mass audience, you know the, the the general public, then we need we know that. It needs to be very visual. It needs to be quite fast moving, and uh, obviously, you know, we need to get the message across very quickly. So that's how we've started to 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 kind of pivot to speak to our audiences. Yeah, that I, I think that's um, really key, and brands that get a really good handle on that and and kind of are, are led by that tend to tend to find success. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys play around in, in, in lots of different channels. I'm going to, I want to start with the divers, not that I'm a diver when it comes to like understanding the ocean and everything other than swimming in it and trying to dodge sharks in Australia. (laughs) But, um, you guys have got like such a plethora of experts at your fingertips as a marketing team. Um, you know, scientists that, uh, that are, you know, world's best in their field. Um, I know you've got your podcast into the blue, like, do you do you have good buy-in from the business or uh, from the the wider org now to mm. to be able to showcase that expertise? I think for for some brands like yours, sometimes it can get hidden and people forget. You know, these scientists uh, they can be hard to, I imagine, get out of their shells uh, to use another marine terminology. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think once you're on that, you know, that that, that um, road of mentioning marine puns then you can't stop really i mean i'm, I'm using go deep <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. time yeah <laughs> um yeah you're right i i think i, I think that you know the scientists they we, we've got some of the biggest brains in the world working for us um and we provide that bridge to be able to, for them to be able to communicate to the um to the general public and you know they are generally they are you know fantastic at communicating and getting across their science um but we we support them by providing media training um today yeah. we're, we're, we're training another 10 scientists and and and, uh, and engineers to be able to engage and develop content um and tell stories better uh and essentially that you know that, that's what we are what we're, we're, we're here and i think the process that we've been on has, has been to get across that the team that we have are experts and you know we yeah. we, we won't we won't interfere with your science if you don't interfere with, our, with how we, we do our marketing and, and, and communication. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, essentially we, we now have that, that kind of understanding and, um, and, right. and their buying is great. And as I say, you know, they are experts. Um, and once we get over the initial kind of, I guess, speaking to the media, once we get over that initial, that, that, that initial kind of introductory boundary and they're in their, in their safe zone, then they are. Then they're, then they're great. Yeah, and I, I think in this age, particularly in an age of probably disinformation, it's probably what I'd call it, um, or too much information. Mm. The more experts that get out in front of people, yeah. 
probably the better um, for everyone. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I love to get into the specifics of things as well. Um, you guys have done some wonderful campaigns and we'll, we'll touch on them in a minute. But um, like as, as a marketing team within your function, like what are real areas of, of growth for you as far as like channels that you're seeing that you're getting some good engagement on? Um, is it is it social? Um, do you use traditional media? Are you looking at digital channels like email, for instance? Mm. Like what are the things that you're doubling down on maybe over the last year and what you're looking at into the future as far as your team's focus? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, one thing that we're not short of here is, is really good stories, really good content um, and the ability yeah. to be able to, to kind of develop that. So, you know, with five 500 scientists, we have obviously a, a, a good a good flow of um, of new stories um so it's been important for us to really i guess you know our overarching agenda is to raise um ocean up the, the climate change agenda so to people to recognize the fact that the the, the significant role that ocean plays in that um yeah. and commonly it, it's not known um so that's our overarching agenda we wanted to get it into the mass media so tier one media you know traditional media um yeah. we have been working with a PR agency to, to be able to do that and over the past 18 months or so we've been building some really valuable relationships with you know the likes of the BBC and Sky um, and all the you know all the broadsheets as well so we can communicate at that level but we, you know, we're looking at new newer uh, digital um, channels as well so you know you mentioned our podcast we film our podcast uh, we launch two podcasts um, a month and right. we try to vary that you know we've been looking at um influencers as well so we've been getting guests into the uh, onto our podcast they can talk about paddleboarding and how they're interacting with the um uh with the ocean but essentially no yeah. like this one you know they're the, the conversations so they are relaxed and and when we're talking to scientists we generally have a host who isn't a scientist but they can start to kind of bring out some real um you know some real gems um, mentioned YouTube. YouTube is ever important to us. Um, you know, people want to watch their content, specifically the the audience that we're we kind of that we are pivoting to, so younger audience. Um, we're increasingly using more and more animations as well to, to help us communicate that science. Um, recently launched on TikTok uh, with with some great uh, great uh, response. Actually, um, one of the one of the, the one of the, the films which we've recently launched was um, uh, a short film around a spider crab and that is close to 2 million views already. So, you know, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's really flying. Um, but things that we're looking in the future is is, is to, to really explore um, gamification and how we can start to kind of drip feed that information to our, you know, to our paddlers um, and engage again with a younger audience, but make it fun. You know, asking some questions yeah. and 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 um, you know, really kind of get that engagement. Um, so I think for the future, gamification and influencers, um, but obviously using more and more of this digital um, to provide us with some some great analytics and great insight and um, enable us to kind of you know talk more effectively to our audience. And do you think um, have there been barriers to cross that bridge into digitalization, given the nature of the organisation, or is that is that really? Uh, like um it has it has that changed significantly and it's untapped now you've got you got full full control over that yeah i think you know i i think the branding exercise was a was a bit of a um you know they're always a bit of a bumpy road and uh you yeah. have to kind of play a political game as well and and um to involve as many stakeholders as you can key stakeholders and and gain their views and listen to the views and it, it, we got to the point where it was a very 
um, collaborative approach to the development of the brand. But on that process as well, it also uh, highlighted areas that we or, or gaps in our communications um, armory. Um, you know, we needed to do more um, videos. We needed to do more uh, social media. Um, so I think there yep. was a, a, always an underlying um, desire to do more. They just needed the expertise in the organization so they could do it effectively. Um, and I think over the course of that 18 months or so, we've built up the confidence so that they scientists trust us with their yeah. with, with their research. You know, because essentially it's their own personal brand as well that what they're putting on the line. But um, yeah, we're in a good we're in a good place now. And then taking your commercial hat from 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 your previous roles. Um, how how do you see kind of servicing your communities and your audiences to help to help your commercial arms, um, whether it be through fundraising, whether it be through um, generating revenue through um, through partnerships, whatever that might be, or even direct sales um, for for some sides of your business? Like, do you do you see a key role for marketing within that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, marketing is marketing. I think you know, bottom line is is the bottom line, isn't it? Really? Um, yeah. And uh, what we're doing here is helping to build communities and helping to, to build communities of people that actually care about what we do so they can feel invested and they will feel as if they want to, to take action. So whether that's through dipping into their own pockets and, and, and donating or um, working with larger organizations to, to, to kind of bring through innovation, um, you know, that, that's what we do. We're, we're there to, to kind of communicate what we do here. Great, great, yeah, and and you can see the success of that, and and obviously, I don't want to say pitfalls, but um, where we talked earlier about you'll know knock without knowing knock, um, your great the great campaign from the organisation a few years ago around Bodie McBoatface, um, we can't have a podcast without mentioning that, no. um, huge example of maybe I don't want to say putting too much trust in the public, but um. <laughs> But how a campaign can become viral um, off the back of just the public running with it, like I think, I think it's one of the best ones I've seen for ages. I know. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you want to talk to that story a little bit? I think uh, yeah, be- I can. And um, you know, obviously, it wasn't with Knock um, yeah. at, at the time, um, but about I think it was about seven years ago, the yeah. NERC, you know, the, the Research Council of the UK, um, ran the the competition to name the new research vessel. Um, big, big ice-going um, research vessel, uh, hundreds of millions of pounds, um, and they were suggesting possible names for it. I think Shackleton was one. Um, yeah. But they decided to go to the, the general public and uh, you know <laughs> put your trust in the in the in the great general <laughs> public. And um, yeah, you really are kind of um, putting their life in their hands. And I think a, a, a DJ came up with the idea of uh, boating at Boatface. Um, as a suggestion, everyone liked it. Everyone got behind it. Um, all the sensible <laughs> names kind of just kind of like fell right down the ranking. Um, but obviously, you know, this is a very this is a this is a serious business. This is a serious research ship doing undertaking some some um, you know cutting edge science. So we can't call it boating at boatface. So they decided to um, quite rightly call it the Sir David Attenborough. You know, David Attenborough is an absolute legend and and uh, yeah. one of those guys that inspired me to be where I am today. You know, I watched it as a kid. Um, uh, like, um, so yeah, quite rightly, the Sir David Attenborough is, is the name of the research ship. But that left Boating at Boatface with a a fair bit of brand equity. Um, so it was gifted to to um, to Knock. Um, 
So we decided to name our autonomous vehicles, our submarine, after Boatman Boatface. Um, the submarine is is uh, we've got six of them, uh, which is which is not a known fact, but we have six of them, um, and it's become a celebrity in its own right. And everywhere, wherever Sir David Attenborough, the, the research ship is is mentioned, you know, hand in hand, Boaty goes along. So Boaty does work with um, the David Attenborough. Uh, it's designed to to go down to, to some you know, some some thousands of meters of depth to to undertake science. It's, it's measuring solidity and and um, ocean temperatures and undertakes some really important science. But it goes. It, you can go deep and go further and go under ice so it works hand in hand with Sir David Attenborough but certainly Nock has benefited from Boating at Boatface and uh, you know it's it's got his own entourage it's got his own kind of PR team at the moment so um, amazing yeah yeah, yeah it gets I, us that cut through <laughs> I, I, just, I just say it's, it's an amazing example of how campaigns can can take on a life of their own, um, particularly in, in, in the digital age and, and we see it from so many brands like the, the quaint term of going viral, but it, it is very much um, to the benefit. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, D2C brands that are making money. It can be these great organisations that have stories to tell as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it, it's one that the, not only the public engage with, but celebrities as well. So, um, you know, we've had Boris Johnson, for instance, have wanted, he wanted a selfie with, um, with, with Boaty. recently had uh, Jon Snow. Um, so... Yeah, it's 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 a it's a great fantastic tool for getting that cut through. Yeah, and 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 back to the serious business of marketing. Um, and we'll go more down the Shackleton route or the or the Attenborough route than than <laughs> Bodie. Um, it, you guys like it's important to call out the um the mission that you're on. I think too um, mm. around what you're doing within the organisation, like chasing net zero. Um, being front and front and center um, for 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 promoting um, climate um, and promoting the oceans role within that. Um, that's a pretty serious brief for a marketing team. Uh, how do you how do you keep focus and make sure that you're one having fun with it, um, and then two making sure that you're keeping towards that brief um, and 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 driving like real certainty and you're driving um, those kind of data points that you want to get across. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, I think, I think our overarching goal is to, is to raise um, ocean up the climate change agenda. Um, you know, we're, we're here to, to help people to understand that the ocean isn't there to be exploited. It's actually, it, it's one of the most important, it is probably the most important element um, in our in our ecology, um, you know, it's, it's drawing down more carbon than the Amazon. It's close to fifty percent of carbon is drawn down to the ocean. Um, you know, it affects our weather, um, our risks of, of uh, sea level rises, for instance. So, raising up the the, the uh, climate change agenda is essential for us. And we we made our first step last year when we attended COP, um, yeah. and we had some success. Um, in in actually getting onto the agenda and written into some of the um, in, into some of the policy, which was which is a great start. Um, but I think probably more of a, a success for us is, is was to bring together the um, the international oceanography community um, to be in one place and to push that ocean agenda. I mean, there, there was you know branding was absolutely second fiddle. Um, it was all about the ocean, and we were there to to kind of push the agenda and, and raise awareness. Um, so that's our number one goal. Um, obviously, some of the science that we're doing 
can be pretty negative you know some some negative yeah. outcomes what we're finding is that um you know rising temperatures is obviously raising sea levels um but we need to be able to kind of communicate uh, uh you know a positive angle it's not all doom and gloom and there is some hope but we need to act um yeah and that's one of our key challenges you know we have to put that positive message into it but you know at least we understand what's going on but now science can provide solutions um or adaptation solutions so that we can behavior change or make um make changes that uh, or make adaptations um that uh, that will enable us to kind of understand the hazards that that come from the ocean so that's yeah, our, that's uh, our real uh, agenda you know yeah i hadn't even considered that perspective of 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 negative messaging when you're trying to drive a positive a, a positive outcome um yeah so that's that's a really interesting piece on how to how to work around that yeah yeah, and it, and it is. I mean, considering that we do a lot of school engagement as well, and um, yeah, and you know the anxiety now, which we're also seeing coming through the climate change, yeah. climate change anxiety. You know, we need to be able to obviously inspire um, the next generation of ocean scientists and and um, you know marine engineers, um, but also to help inspire kind of behaviour change as well, um, and. To, to to kind of get push the point that everyone can have a have a have an impact. Yeah, great, and and that's probably a really nice segue, um, Peter, into you know looking looking into twenty twenty three, looking into the future um, for knock what you guys have got planned. Like, um, are there any specifics that you can either your big reveal on our podcast? But are there are there things that you're specifically looking at? Like are there campaigns that are coming up um to keep an eye out for? Are there things that you're excited for as a marketing team? Um uh maybe a little bit of a glimpse into the future for you guys? Yeah, sure. So um I think I mentioned a, a new website. Um so we've we've recently gone live with our knock innovations website. Um the next big big hurdle is our charity website and that's going to be more of a, a learning zone for the general public so we're going to have lots of pillar pages so more interesting um, subjects um, and from there we're going to hang lots of content um, so we can be perceived as a as a uh, as, as the expert um, on these areas yeah. so you know it, it's, it's going to be a much more engaging tool uh, much more um, much more of a kind of a, a general public schools focus um, and again, you know, we, we will be communicating to our, our paddlers and our, our swimmers and divers, um, but all in the one website. That, that's going to be quite a challenge, but that's the uh, decision we've made. I, I imagine that presents some opportunities too around around getting data around the people that are looking at your mm. at your website, people that are opting in for messaging, people that are subscribing. Um, you know, yeah. you can start to collect that first and zero party data around your audiences to yeah, be able to yeah. talk to them more personalized. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and and you know that again, some of the um some of the insights that we're gaining for the analytics through the, the podcast, for instance. Um, you know, we we assume that the podcast would appeal to um, older people, you know, people with a bit more you know, going out for walks, that type of thing. But it, it doesn't. It's forty percent of our audience is um, aged between eighteen and uh, and thirty, which is a real eye opener for us. Um, but obviously, you know, we're able to 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 to, um, to change and and um, give the audience what they want. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's so key, and it's it's great that you're looking in, into that to do it. And 
it, like it's going to affect your commercial arm too, mm-hmm. being able to talk to people, like you know, um, being able to talk to them in a personalised way to, to up your donations, whether it's through philanthropy or through personal um, through through people giving a little, um, but any of it helps, I imagine. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, other things that we're looking at is, is as I mentioned earlier as well, gamification. Um, yeah. So doing more around online gaming, um, that's exciting stuff for us. Um, but also we've we've taken our first steps into working with influencers. Um, so initially micro influencers, but um, you know. What what I challenge the team to do is is to to be to be bold, and and yeah. to really start to kind of push the boundaries. Um, it sounds a little bit cliche, but if you give them the confidence to to go out and to be continuously innovative, um, then you know we, we're not we're not scared to fail. But um, it's it's an exciting exciting journey, and it makes the team very uh, I guess passionate about what they do. You know they they want yeah. to come into work. Um, recently spoke to our uh, one of our um, team members, you know, doing the annual PDR, and he said, "Look, hands hands up! I'm I get excited about coming in on a Sunday evening. You know, I want to get in and get get my get back into work and and uh, and do things." Refreshing, I think, for, is, for most yeah. people to hear that. Yeah, compared to compared to maybe not. I don't want to say the average job, but um, yeah, but obviously that that, that helps it when is, it's got yeah. purpose, and I think that's that feeds back into any brand when they talk about purpose and what drives them um, mm. to do it. You don't necessarily have to love your work, but if you're working with good purpose, then that's going to help you you maintain that. So yeah. uh, particularly from a marketing function perspective. Absolutely. And, 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 and you know, to, to kind of round it off, it points back to the brand, doesn't it? People yeah. believe in that purpose and um, fully buy into it. And, um, you know, you're pushing in the right direction, in the same direction. Yeah, I think it's great, um, Peter. That's that's been an excellent view into Knock. Um, do you have any closing thoughts that you want to leave with people about how to engage with you guys, um, or or just to get involved on the new websites and stuff as they launch? Keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think social media is is our. You know, we're we're prevalent on on um, social media, so you know, find us on um, on LinkedIn or or YouTube or um, or even TikTok. Um, and you know we hope to kind of bring you along on that journey and um, continue to provide you with with engaging content so um, provide you all the all the information that you need to uh, to kind of love the ocean better excellent Um, thanks for your time Peter it's been excellent talking to you on experts in the room today and I am excited to see what comes for um, knock as you guys progress into 2023 great thanks for having me